Sunday pour back on a Thursday night. We're almost there. A couple days away. Super Bowl 56 coming up Sunday. Feels like, we say it every year, feels like forever since these teams played. Long two-week layoff, but uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Fucking spring out there today, by the way. (laughs) Nice day. Feels like forever since the championship Sunday, but also just feels like yesterday was opening weekend. Season flies by. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, unbelievable. Unbelievable year. Uh, And we're here. Yeah, it was a spring day out there today. I was. I was having March Madness on the brain. I was thinking, you got I'm, already, I'm already fast forward into that. Snow's melting. You got kind of that uh, spring scent in the air. Well, Groundhog's not, full of shit. Not quite there yet. There's a little, just a little tease on the way here as uh, the NBA trade deadline came and went today. Oh, uh, yeah. A bunch of, bunch of moves I saw on Twitter. Yeah. Nets traded a guy who hasn't played in a week for a guy who hasn't played all year. A Good week. trade for both teams. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't really watch too much NBA. No, nah, nah, but it's the hard thing. Yeah, I mean, Simmons hasn't played all year, so how do we know? I mean, we can, we can speculate um, that he'll be a good fit, but uh, like, I just hate like the, the whole Harden thing. I mean, what a joke, man. You, you, want, you ask out of Brooklyn. You don't want anything to do with Brooklyn. You're dead to me. Fuck you, man. You can't handle Brooklyn, then you, can't handle, you just can't handle me. I don't want to think oh, all right. So it's personal with Harden. It's personal, yeah. Yeah, you have the opportunity to play in the fucking greatest borough and the greatest city in the world. And you said, nah, I'm good. Go fuck yourself. Get the fuck out of here. Go to Philadelphia. Think those fans would be any, any nicer to you? I mean, you had it easy in Brooklyn, man. Yeah, I mean, Brooklyn has like seven fans. Philly's going to eat them alive. Yeah, you, gags. you start, you start dogging it. Who's, their, who's Philly's favorite players? Like... Iverson, Ra- Rocky Balboa, Ra- <laughs> favorite favorite um, nonfiction characters. Who is Philly's favorite? Are you talking about just basketball or athlete? Um, yeah, I meant basketball, but uh, I guess yeah, by athlete. There's no pretty boy, no pretty boys, no nobody that's soft, nobody that complains about the city, nobody that nobody that dogs it when things start don't you know when things start to not go their way. Yeah, but the reset reset button gets hit when you go to a different city. Oh no, I know it was just a matter of time. I loved Harden, um, you know, through the start of this year, and then all of a sudden he's he he took a turn for the worse. He started complaining early about the calls he was getting and shit, and they, they kind of changed the rule about driving to the rim. So he started complaining about that, and then uh, he just eventually just gave up on the team, which is crazy. But um, I never understand that. But uh, he did it again. You know, he was he had to be the guy in, in home in home games in in Brooklyn while Kyrie was not playing and while Durant was hurt, and he just fucking disappeared. He's a fucking ghost. Um, yeah, and the other comical thing is how the everybody says how you know Simmons disappeared in that playoff game last year. Uh, and you can are you a, are you trying to remember? Are you a hardened defender in the playoffs, or are you? Uh, Harden hater in the playoffs. Play, playoff Harden. Playoff Harden's a real thing, for <laughs> sure. I thought I thought it could work with the Nets because he'd be their third option. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no, playoff Harden's definitely a thing. Yeah. And now he's uh, 
Well, will he be the number one scoring option? I mean, Embiid, but he's got to get him the ball. Embiid can't, you know, he's not bringing the ball up. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Embiid's never played with a dominant guard like this. Like, has to have the ball and is a scorer. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. We'll yeah. see if Harden's motivated. I, I, I really – I have no idea. But the NBA, it's just like – uh, guys bouncing around. I can't keep track. The first, I mean, the first thing Harden did was exercise this gigantic player option for next season immediately. So he knows all business. He's want to get paid. Um, and then a year from now, be angling to get out of Philly. Could be. It could just be the end for Harden. Yeah, that's probably that. Definitely could be. He might just be shot. But I don't know. I don't know. Philly seems like a team that will find. They'll do just enough not to win at all. <laughs> that's what that's what Philly. Well, he's only thirty two. He's not even that old. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's an old thirty two. Got a lot of miles. Yeah, guards age quicker. Not everybody's LeBron. I mean, guards age is so so. Yeah, you're right. So many miles on those knees. Dominating the ball. I mean, LeBron's a special case, and he's you know, we kind of see the wear and tear past couple of years. But yeah, LeBron, um, the only guy who might be. But even I mean, but it took a long time for him to get here. He he aged a later than most. His longevity was impressive. No, yeah, he was a freak for sure. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all you have for basketball. I can only talk so much with that. It's 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 the drama that's like it's crazy to me. Like, I I got as much as like the Bulls drama in the nineties was like real. Um, yeah, I mean they just did a fucking. 10 part documentary on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I feel like none of it was compared to this. And it was the drama came from Rodman, really. And then just kind of Jordan being this serious, like T Rex in the building, like the alpha. And I don't know, there's no drama like this. P- players angle and some Scotty stuff, I guess. Nobody angling to get out. Nobody really openly complaining about other players. Outside of Scotty. Hey, we also live in a different time, though, where everything's made public. Yeah, and multiplied by 10. Yeah, stuff got buried back in the day. I mean, that's modern-day basketball players probably a little bit softer and a little bit more sensitive, but I'm sure shit happened back in the day. Guys wanted out of places. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um. Yeah, it is just one big soap opera, though. Oh, yeah, that's what the league is. It's, it's the trade deadline is like the most exciting day. In, yeah. Yeah, there's, in like, the league. there's like opening day is opening day, then Christmas is opening day 2.0. Yep. The trade deadline is opening day 3.0. And then, then teams start settling. It's like training camp for a week or two. And then the playoffs is the real opening day. <laughs> the first game of the playoffs is the fourth in the real opening day. Yeah. Strange. It's strange. I don't know. Ratings are good, I guess. I don't know. I think the older you are, it depends how you look at it. Like, I heard Joe Beningo on a podcast just be like, NBA isn't what it used to be. But I feel like everybody, I don't know, every person when I was growing up, old guy used to say that. So, I don't know what what that is, what it is about basketball. That's very true. Yeah, that's very true. Every old guy, when we were kids, we used to shake their head at what, was going on on the court 
And now we're those old guys. I try not to be, man. Like those police players are so talented. They're so skilled. It's it's different. I feel like players always kind of dogged it on defense in the regular season. 82 games is a long time. Not dogged it, but they're not giving the playoff intensity D. Um, and you see some – that's probably the best part with the Simmons trade is his defense is greatly improved what Harden would do on the defensive end. Who, Simmons? Uh, Simmons, yeah. Uh, can guard probably all five positions, I would guess. Um, and Harden couldn't guard one position. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like the, the, the best teams, they can step up their defense when it, when it matters and, and it shows. I mean, I, was, I just watched a little bit of, like, the Bulls yesterday. They play pretty good day. They play hard day. They're not – I mean, nobody's, like, locked it, – it's also the rules are different. So, I mean, it's hard to be any kind of lockdown team. Like, the, the rules favor the offense. Yeah. Um, but, I th- you know, it's just, it's just a different game. And I got kind of – just watch, you got to appreciate what some of these guys can do. And, like, the shooting is incredible. It's when they shoot too much and like the decision to shoot too much and bad shots, but that's always been basketball. It's always the, the choice you make. I, I kind of miss the mid-range game. Some guys have it, but, I mean, it's far few between. But, um, I mean, it's always the choices that you make. And I was just kind of – the analytics kind of get involved and they know they, the risk is uh, weighed a little differently than it used to be. And sometimes they'll make the wrong decision because it'll be a bad three, even though normally if it was open, it might be the, might, might be the shot they want. But they just make the wrong choice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of skill out there, man, really. Yeah, and with that said, I'll see you in the playoffs. <laughs> That's it. Uh yeah, I'm it's just getting players integrated. Like Simmons hasn't played all year, man. It's just weird how it's going to be debuting at some point. You know when he's going to play. Kyrie's uh, it's a very Kyrie. odd situation. I don't know. You couldn't Kyrie. handle Philly. Like, what's that guy going to do in a playoff series if, have to, if he has to go play in Philly? I mean, I, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Can you imagine? He's not going to shoot the ball. We know that. No, well, there goes that saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kyrie's still a part time player. Who knows? Mask mandates are gone now. Maybe vaccine mandates are gone next. Um, I don't know. But everybody, be, everybody should be arrested for the playoffs, at least. <laughs> everybody in the league will be arrested for the playoffs, that's for yeah. sure. So, <laughs> uh, all right, that's all I got on, on the trade deadline. Lakers didn't do anything, right? Uh, I, think I, I think I saw they didn't do anything. They don't have cap space or something. I don't the know. Knicks, Knicks do anything? Knicks did nothing. Their fans were not happy. <laughs> They're never going to please the Knicks fan. Um, yeah, I don't know what the I don't know exactly what the Knicks fan wants. Aren't they kind of terrible again? Aren't they like under the radar bad again? Yeah, they're back to being bad. And what's his name is not a. Uh, he was like the good story last year. Uh, Randall, he was a good story last year, and now he's you know giving the thumbs down to the crowd and shit. And there's some bad blood there, effort problems, and I don't know. A lot of drama, a lot of drama in the guard, and the Knicks are bad to be back to being the Knicks. No more feel good stories out of thirty uh, thirty fourth and eighth, or whatever. It is. A lot of drama. Uh, yeah, um, that's the NBA. Yeah, Milwaukee got a Baca, right? Or not a Baca? Uh, Someone got a Baca, right? Oh, maybe it was Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, 
Is that the big one of the day? Well, besides the Nets one. Um, Serge Ibaka. Sure. He's like a modern day. Dante DiVincenzo uh, went somewhere. Oh, the white dude from uh, from Villanova. Villanova, yeah. Yeah. But um, we had Super Bowl coming up this weekend, <laughs> as you alluded to. Yeah, you, you got anything before we get into this? Because I got into this mess of gambling and props and uh, I don't know game thoughts. You got anything besides football to get out off the table before we jump into it? Um, no, not really. Are you are you still are you still making the rounds on on Super Bowl? I'll be there. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's one, two, three, or four of us, but I'll be there at some point. All right. You got do. Maybe uh, I don't know. I, I I didn't really. I might just if you listen to the show, that's your invite. That's it. Nice. Let's we'll see who made it. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mikey, Cas- Mikey Castino. <laughs> if you made it past the NBA talk, <laughs> <laughs> that's a real test right there. <laughs> that will separate the loyal listeners from the frauds. <laughs> I did actually I did talk to your brother earlier, and he said he was going to go to your house at some point. On on Sunday morning, afternoon, morning, or you know, yeah, it's a, it's afternoon. an open uh, it's an open house. UConn tips off at noon in the garden. Speaking oh, of okay. the right. mecca, yep, um, it's another shitty team that plays in the garden. St. John's stinks. <laughs> I should, I'm sure I should have waited till Monday. To say that, um, <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a holiday, you know. A little, I'll put a little charcuterie out. I don't have a. Do you have a a menu set? At all, I know you're going home for the for the game, but do you have like a? Uh, we talked about it a little bit tonight because uh, I'm just gonna go shopping tomorrow. But yeah, I'll do a couple of wings if they're not a million dollars a pound. <laughs> yeah. I'll do I'll do hot dog weenies and and I'll do uh, nachos. Yeah, nachos. Mac, mac and cheese. And I think that's it. Maybe I'll do chili. No, because I'm not doing chili because I'm doing the mac because I'm doing the. I'll do chili, but like it'll go on the. Won't be chili, chili. It'll just be kind, kind of chili that goes with the chips, you know. Yeah, chi- I was, I was discussing. I haven't decided on anything. It's still up in the air. It's a great no, no structured day. There's no structure. Yeah. It's a Super Bowl Sunday. It's no three course meal. No food yeah. pyramid. There's just one. You're on the bottom or no yeah. top, I guess it would be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the top of the food pyramid. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was actually Geo on the morning show of WFN this morning that said that is the end of eating season on Sunday. So no no shame. I never thought of it. I mean, he's right. I never really thought of it in those terms. But I've always actually thought of it like that. Is it end of eating season? Yeah, I've almost I, – like some people use January 1st as a, you know, I'm going to get in shape, I'm going to not eat. I've always said, like, you got to wait till Super Bowl. Yeah, it's a nice, no. it's a nice six weeks, nice six week buffer. Yeah, especially if you're ready, if you're gonna go join a gym, don't join a gym on January first. Wait till mid February. Yeah, you don't want to be one of those assholes. Yeah, serious asshole that that's there on January January first. Yeah, so the keg is still flowing as of now. It hasn't oh, been that right. cold, so it's it shouldn't be frozen. Uh, I had a couple on Sunday night. Okay, all right. Um, it was it was good. I went out actually speaking of wings, I went out for wings on Sunday night. First new Archie Moore's in town. I waited until the first Sunday with no football to go Smart. test it out. All right. 
How Beat the how, crowds. How were the um, what's your ranking here? Oh, wing. I mean, it's actually more. It's, it's they're very good. No, yeah, no, I know, but it's some, you know, but we, I've been to chains and like new towns and stuff, and they've they've kind of failed the test, but that's good. No, it was good. Yeah, it's, you're paying out the ass for wings these days, but I uh, know, yeah. I even did a research on like how much for a tray. I just... <laughs> Fuck it, <hey. laughs> yeah, it's and I, I heard a lot of a lot of places are like. You know, it used to be ten wings. Now it's eight wings, or whatever it is. You know, like they're just they're they're making do. They're getting ready with like backup frozen wings. Um, oh God, when, yeah. Because they're not gonna. They don't think they're gonna have enough. I heard like Chili's or Applebee's has orders in through June for their wings just to just to get ahead of it. I, so. I feel like on Super Bowl, I know not everyone makes their own wings, but I I think you have to make wings on Super Bowl. That's a ball busting day to go out and order because everyone is ordering wings man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what kind of quality you're getting that's what I'm trying to say yeah and especially this year but you're absolutely right though I mean it's it's they, they are unloading everything they have in the freezer on Sunday <laughs> yeah ah oh, yeah you're overpaying and you don't even know if they're going to be that good you got to just figure out a way to make your own light the grill Light it up. Yeah, or fry them or whatever you got to do, yeah. Fry them, bake them, yeah, whatever. Yep. I'm a ba- I like baking them. That's a good way to do them, baking them. Bake- yeah, baking them works. Baking them works. Is, uh, is chili on nachos a thing? Is that a thing? I think, yeah, yeah. I've seen, like, loaded I nachos. Think- I was thinking seen- about that because it's supposed to be cold Sunday. I was like, because I can go for nachos, but chili is, like, a perfect – Put it on the stove. You don't have to really do much during the day. Yeah. Can I combine those two things, chili nachos? Yeah, and at the at the very least, you could just have the chili and then dip the nachos in them. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to, just, if you don't want to smear them all over there and put them in the oven, um, that might be the move. Chili. Yeah, I think that's what I think. What I'm doing is doing chili, putting some on the nachos and put them right in the oven like that. Then you put you put cheese on them and. Yeah, cheese, jalapeno. Cheese, jalapenos. And then when they come out, a little sour cream, salsa, salsa. guacamole. Yep. Oh, guac, yeah. Yep. I think that might be the play. Yeah, it's, it's a good – It's I think that's what draws my kids to Super Bowl is the, is the menu. But that's fine. Whatever it takes. Football. Exactly, yeah. Whatever it takes to get them into it. It's football. It's football food for a reason. That's that's what it's called. That's a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, that's what I I I think I would have just gone to the to the store on Saturday morning and shopped myself and figured out wings was the only thing that I was going to do, but um, or like for sure going to do, and then kind of gone through and said, oh, maybe I'll do this, maybe I'll do that. Um, but we kind of were discussing tonight because I'm not going. I don't think I'll be doing the shopping. Yeah, are are stores more packed on Super Bowl weekend? I, I would say. I, I, I would say. I would say if you go at the wrong time on Saturday, it will be. Yeah. Because all these places have at flyers for for a Super Bowl, you know. Yeah. They all have like the, the chips on sale and. Oh yeah, oh yeah! I got my chips on the yeah the chips on the um. On the list. I'm loaded. I'm loaded up with chips. Yeah. Oh, from uh, from DPW leftover chips though. I always buy a couple bags, and I don't realize how many I have. 
like a, a binge chip eater. <laughs> oh, you bought these. These aren't these are on your own. You bought them. Yeah, I just bought a couple like last weekend at the store, just in, oh. in like preparation for Super Bowl. And I realized I got home. I like I already had four bags of chips. <laughs> I'm a binge chip eater. I might go like a month without having a chip. Then I'll just mow through a bag on a Sunday. Oh, they they are as addicting as it gets when you when you crack open <laughs> that bag. And then like you just know the uh, the worst part is that you know if you let them go for a week, they're not gonna be the same. They're gonna they're gonna suck. And <laughs> you just eat the bag. Like, well, I gotta I gotta eat them now because I don't wanna don't wanna throw them out in a week. Do you? Th- <laughs> And I swear we'll get into the game in a second, but <laughs> just as important. <laughs> um, any any uh, advice? You shouldn't have to give this advice. You shouldn't have to, and I hope this doesn't apply to any of our listeners. But any sort of advice for any guy who may have their weekend affected by Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, just just give up, man. If your if your weekend is affected by Valentine's Day, you're you're, you're doing something wrong. You, you you don't belong listening to my show. Sorry, our show. I didn't mean it like that. You don't belong listening to the, to our show. You don't belong really. You don't belong anywhere around us. If you're if Valentine's Day is a Monday this year, that's not nothing you can do about it. All right. Meanwhile, if I have an understanding that Valentine's Day is not a real real holiday. However, we will celebrate but it does it's not like oh we got it. celebrate means we're going to have a nice dinner yeah stuff. um but we have no illusions of actually doing it on valentine's day we, you know did you go on saturday i was thinking about doing something on saturday oh, i'm not sure though I'm i think sure. that's the play if, if any guy is still undecided maybe it's a little last minute to get a little planning i think saturday mm-hmm. is the uh is the move i think i'm just going to do like a surf and turf on saturday night Oh, you're cooking, cooking. I always cook on Valentine's Day. I don't like. Yeah. Although I think these, I, I don't know. I saw a place I follow online. They're doing like their little prefix or whatever on the Monday, and I was like, I, w- I wonder if more people are going to go out on Monday or Saturday. Monday is traditionally a bad day to go to a restaurant. A lot of places are usually closed on Monday. Yeah. It's like pizza places are closed, but a lot of it, I feel like Italian places are closed on Mondays. I, I don't know how it works now, but I feel like. I had read someplace, I think in Bourdain's book, like, you know, the, there's no deliveries on Monday. It's all leftover. If you go to, if you go to lunch on a Monday, you're getting all the shit that they didn't sell on the weekend. Yeah. It's been in a fridge as an open, you know, open and shut a million times over the weekend. It's probably not refrigerated the right way. And you're just, you're asking for trouble. So I'm assuming much like the shit wings you're going to get from places on Sunday, yes. your Valentine's meal is not going to be any better. So yeah, I would suggest doing something on Saturday. Or even pushing it to next Friday to say, look, we're just going to observe Valentine's Day. Hey, you got to lay them on the law and say it's a stupid Hallmark holiday. Like, we'll right. do something, but I'm not, I'm not beholden to the fucking date. And not a real holiday. And if you, if you have a woman in your life that breaks your balls over Valentine's Day, you fucked up. Hopefully, you're not married, so there's still time to get out. Right, run. But if you got to the altar and you're like married and you're still getting your balls broken over Valentine's Day, that's some you got some problems. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. It's like they see you coming from a mile away on Valentine's Day, a lot of these places. Like they're just ready to they're ready to screw you. 
Yeah. I got an idea for Saturday. I don't know if I'm going to follow through on it or not. I might just wait till Friday. I don't know. We'll see. And I can play. Yeah. And plus, it's a Monday. Like, we were working. You got to work all day. You got to come home. You had like, you're going to yeah. leave work early or like use half a day or something to like prep for Valentine's Day. It doesn't make any sense, man. No. It's too much. You do effort. it Saturday if you do anything. Too much effort. And, and if you, you, and if you can cook, cook. We just got done with Christmas and shit. Like, so much, so much pressure. You might, yeah, because you might get in a restaurant with like the wrong couples too. They're all the wrong couples. <laughs> yeah, all, it's all wrong. I could always tell by the conversation, like what stage of the relationship it is. <laughs> oh yeah, you're an eavesdropper. Oh, uh, I can't help it. Like I don't even listen <laughs> to my wife. I'm just eavesdropping on the boring conversation <laughs> that's taking place next to me. <laughs> Like if they're if they're trying to if they're talking about like movies or some sort of common interest, I'm like, oh, that's early on. He hasn't cur- <laughs> he hasn't cursed yet. <laughs> they're still on equal. He's still trying to get some. Still trying to get in there. He's still trying to you know figure out the defense. Yeah, try still make her seem like he's not a lunatic. Right. Exactly. He's really yeah. trying to sell himself as like a civilized person. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that, buddy. You're not <laughs> fooling anybody. And the quieter the couple is, it's like, all right, they put in like 10, 15 years. They're just enjoying their silence. Good yeah, for have, them. Bliss guys, right you there. Guys, you guys have made it. <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky, man. My wife doesn't care. Like, she'll, she, she appreciates going out and stuff like that. And, you know, we'll have a cocktail and we'll have a bottle of wine, appetizers. And that's really, you know, a little dessert. That's it, man. But we do that. Yeah. We do that. We've been doing that enough recently. You know, the past couple of months since we kind of settled in at the new place, we've been doing that every you know a couple of weeks. Um, you know, with the whole with the four of us going out. So, you know, I don't think she. I don't think it matters to her one way or the other. Yeah. So and Valentine's Day not affected by. Yeah. I mean, because there is a. I don't think they would ever do Super Bowl on Valentine's Day because it's, I think it's. Well, eventually they're going to end up pushing it to President's Day weekend anyway, so everyone's going to be in the clear. But yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't affect your shouldn't affect your life. No, if it was on um, if it was on Valentine's Day, football would win. Football trumps all. That's yeah. that's the that's what you know. You'll get that's what we need to really learn from this. What, what you'll get is a lot of if it was actually on Valentine's Day. What you get is a lot of clout swinging. From the women who don't care, like yeah, if you, they'll they'll be like, look at us, we're the happy couple that we, you know, I know it's Valentine's Day, Super Bowl, like I'm a football gal, you know, a lot of, lot of clout <laughs> from those chicks who think they're like too cool for school, um, yeah, and then I, I'm fl- I, I don't even know what the other side would be like, the ones who want Valentine's Day to win, I don't know what they would even. I know the, like. I mean the restaurants wouldn't want it, right? Because they would take a hit, I think. Yeah, for sure. Unless you're a bar, unless you're like a, you know, a bar slash grill, like you probably do all right. But I mean, how many people get dumped at Buffalo Wild Wings on Super Bowl oh. Sunday slash Valentine's Day? <laughs> I mean, that would be, that would be, uh, there would probably be some great drink specials on Valentine's Day slash, um, slash Super Bowl Sunday. If you, yeah. go, if you go on by yourself, probably drink specials for, like, the guy going stag or the girl going stag, and probably some drink specials for the couples that are sticking it out for 
Valentine's Day and watching football. Yeah, I kind of wish it was on Valentine's Day now, just so we can kind of see. Really, I really find out a lot about people, you know. Yeah, we'd learn. We'd learn a lot. Yes, what we do. Yes, we would. We'd see I, things that we could never unsee. <laughs> I'm now. I'm kind of pissed myself. I kind of wish it did fall on it too. Um, and now we won't have to wait. It's a Monday, so I have to wait uh, at least seven years. Oh no, because it'll be a leap year in there, so it's going to be five years or something like that. And uh, by next time, 14th on a Sunday, it's going to be President's Day weekend, which is the right. Oh uh, man. They can they could hold out. They've held out this long. They could hold out for another five or six years until after it's Sunday. It's it's coming sooner than later. Ah, uh, damn it! Oh well, it's coming. I mean, I, that's what I prefer. We're going to be celebrating but... DPW like the last weekend in January. It's going to be the complete end of January, a month after Christmas. I mean, it already is. it kind of was this year, but yeah, it's going to be. It's going to get even later. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that's it. That's a good show, man. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's get right into it. Are you ready? Right into the right into the big game stuff? Yeah, I mean, I can, I, I'll give, give my pick. I don't care. We could start yeah, we'll go right. Yeah, go right with the pick. Absolutely. I'll, def, I'll defer to uh, you because I'm interested to see where you're going. Okay. Um, it's, been a, uh, it's been a stupid year in the NFL. Nothing has made sense from day one. And this is the perfect matchup for a season that makes no sense. You have a team that nobody in their right mind would have won, would have guessed would be the Super Bowl uh, six months ago with the Bengals. And you have the Rams who are just – I'm thinking about it. If they win, it's just a joyless – like who, who's excited if the Rams win? There's no fun if the Rams win. It's really a sad – not sad day, but it really is a uh, – it would just be a joyless Super Bowl to watch, like, to watch this group of players, this kind of this mishmash assembly of players win. Would, would it be worse? Would it be worse watching the team win or watching the celebrities in the crowd in Rams gear just throughout <laughs> the game? Um, I think I could. I think I could block the celebrities out for the most part. Because it's it going to be a lot of celebrities. It depends who the celebrities are. I was let's let's see who's there wearing the Rams gear and how. Yeah, cele- celebrity dependent. Yeah, it re- it really does depend. I think I could block them out for the most part, but you could get a celebrity in there that really bothers me. Um, I'm not yeah, sure who. Be a couple. Give me a couple. Sure. All right, we'll make we'll make a tally. We'll make a running tally of what celebrities bother me the most. Um, come Sunday. Um. But yeah, just a. Uh, I think it's a perfect matchup for the way this season was. Uh, that being said, with that nice little preamble that I gave you there, you're welcome. <laughs> that was really for myself more than anything. I I th- I just I in my gut. From the end of championship Sunday, it's been the Bengals. Um, now everything I'm going to say is based off that gut feeling, and I've any kind of toss up. I've leaned towards the Bengals. Uh, what am I scared of? I'm scared of the D line of the Rams uh, making a lot for Burrow and that Cincinnati offensive line. But when I think of that, I think of the second half against Tampa when uh, Tom Brady, on his last legs, found a way to come all the way back and make it a game. 
where was it where was that d line then against a banged up Tampa Bay offensive line um I feel like uh I feel like Burrow's the right guy to have back there at this point of time I mean it's been a hell of a run and I don't want to get too I'm trying not to get too high on like the the love affair the America's love affair with Joe Burrow but um it, if you're looking at that quarterback matchup it's 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 Burrow I've been waiting for Stafford to make that fatal mistake all playoffs and there's one, one game left for me, my, uh, my, my, um, my prediction to come true. Um, I also liked Cincinnati's D the second half against KC. They, 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 they shut them down. They locked them up. They can adjust even after giving up some big plays um, early in the game. They, they, they found a way. They found a way. Um, so I like, I like Cincinnati. I'm going, I'm taking Cincinnati on the field in this one, not just at four and a half, but uh, I think it's a Cincinnati's game on Sunday. Yeah. I'm taking bang with money line as well. I can't, uh, I mean, who's rooting for the Rams? <laughs> Rams fans. That's one. How many of them actually are there? Rams might be one of those teams that has fans kind of sprinkled in all over the country. Yeah, they were but, uh, they were good in the you know they were good in the seventies and eighties. They have some. I, I told you I know some Rams fans. Like I think they're sprinkled. They might be making the trip to L.A. And they may have some L.A. holdovers from you know the eighties, nineties. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sold on the Rams fan. No, I think the real the real Rams fans are outside of LA. I always say that about Dolphins fans. Like the real Dolphin fan is kind of spread out all over the place. Mm-hmm. Real Rams fan is, you know, there's few here, few there, few here in this pocket of the country. Mm-hmm. And that's really it. Um, so I think they'd be making the trip. Um, okay, that's Rams fans. AFC North fans probably rooting for the uh, Rams, Steelers. Browns, Ravens, you would think. They really hate the ba- – other than the Browns, does anybody really hate the Bengals? I don't think they want to uh, – Yeah, I don't think you want to see them win, but there's – some, there's, there's something there. The Ravens definitely don't – I mean, the Bengals beat them twice. Yeah, it's probably true. Yeah, all right. I, I, just don't, I feel like there's not a lot of hate for, for the Bengals. They've been just such a laughing stock for so long. Yeah, obviously Rams betters will be rooting for him. What about what about <laughs> the uh, what about the like Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, like the teams with the young quarterbacks or that are maybe threatened by Burrow getting his first one in his second year? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know what the, you know, the mindset of a Bills fan is. Bills fans are probably just licking their wounds. The Bills fan does not care right now. They got their heart broken. They're, they're probably – I don't know if I'm even watching this game if I'm a Bills fan. My, I mean, I probably watched this, I probably didn't watch last week or two weeks ago. But, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah, it might, it might take a little bit. It's not KC, so it might be easier for them to come back and watch Super Bowl, but my heart might still be uh, in a million pieces right now. And it might, they might not care about – Burrow. 
Um, Mahomes, I'm going to say, I don't think the Mahomes fan is threatened by, by Burrow's run here because they, they've seen, you know, he went early and then the struggle, struggle, struggle to, to get back to the mountaintop. Um, they might just be rooting against them because they beat them. I think they might be a smidge threatened by Burrow. He is. I mean, he's Mahomes he, uh, was. Think about it. Like this time last year, right? Mm-hmm. Bucks are getting ready. Bucks Chiefs are getting ready to play. Like there's talks about Mahomes winning that game, getting his second one, and like can he catch Brady? Now he's still stuck on one, and like Joe Burrow's about to catch him in his second okay. year. Allen looks like he's coming. Herbert, yep. who knows? It's in the division. Yep. I think the Mahomes. Chiefs fan might be a little but like, oh, I don't want this fucking guy to win. This guy's not Mahomes. They should lucky, you know. They should definitely be threatened by him. That's for sure. I mean, went to their went to their building. Yeah, and, and again, just, like you said, they, they might be just be rooting against them because they blew a twenty-one-three lead to him. That's also yeah. A factor. I, I think Casey fans are almost definitely Rams fans this weekend. Uh, who was the other one you mentioned? Charge, uh, Chargers fans. Oh, I don't think they care. Burrow, same draft class. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they've been they've been so beat up for so long. They're pro- yeah, I guess the Charger fan too has to share. I'm gonna share a time with the Rams fan. Like, there's any Charger Ram rivalry? But I don't know. There might be something there. There may be a small little pocket they, of Chargers and Rams fans who battle in LA. I, I would say they I would say they don't want to see like the parade or whatever they're gonna do. They don't want they don't want to see a parade that's not for them in their hometown. All right, I don't it's not like it's not like Yankees Mets, which isn't a rivalry, but you know, there's some bad blood there. Yeah. Fan bases. I don't think it's anything like that, but I don't think they want anything to do with with uh, a Rams love fest in the coming weeks. Um yeah, I think it would make them sick to their stomach to, have, to see the Rams win. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, I mean, the scary factor is obviously – so not nobody's rooting for the Rams, basically, yeah. is what it comes down to. There's not a lot of people rooting for the Rams. I, and the Bengals have a little bit of a uh, – a little, a little bit of a torturous history. I, they're not on the big four level, the Browns, Vikings, you know, the Lions and uh, Bills. Mm-hmm. But they're probably like a second tier. Yeah. They have the two Super Bowl losses to the Niners. And then they have the Andy Dalton, Marvin Lewis era, which was his first round playoff exit after first round playoff exit. Yep. And then even worse than that was probably what led to the Andy Dalton era, which was Carson Palmer's knee exploding when he looked mm-hmm. like he was going to be like the next big quarterback in football. Yeah. So they have a little bit of a, they have a little bit of a, torturous history but not quite on the same level of some other teams yeah this is this is like a feel-good story but it's not like if they don't win it that's it like they're shattered like it'll suck obviously it sucks to get this far and not win yeah Um, but I I feel like I feel like for the first time and that I could ever remember with the Bengals there's optimism even if they were to go in and lose this game like the future is bright um, well, yeah, we and they're under underdogs, and they're playing an uh, Super Bowl or bus team. They're playing a team that literally went all in, pushed all yeah. the chips in. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, it, it does feel like there's a window there for the Bengals that hasn't even quite even, you know, opened yet, and the Rams yeah. are obviously – it's shutting fast with the, with the team they have. Uh, I, I do want to mention um, when it, with the Chargers fans rooting against the – if they had their druthers, like I said, they don't want the parade, but they would much rather have the conversation on Monday to be about how McVay blew it, how, you know, who, how somehow they fucked up. They'd rather – have that than any kind of positive news on Monday. They yeah. Were, they, they've been the butt of these playoff jokes for years. They would love to just kind of have that um, pressure relieved of them for at least one, one uh, February morning. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I, I, it scares me because the, the, you know, the weakness of the Bengals is the O line. You could argue the greatest strength of the Rams, even with all the weapons they have is the D line. Mm-hmm. But I, I strangely trust Burrow. I don't know why. It's just he's got a knit factor about him. You know, the Rams on paper have the edge almost everywhere Burrow in this need, game. Burrow does not need to throw it deep. He showed that in the Chiefs game. He does not need to air it out. He can, he can uh, short, throw the short pass. And Mixon is excellent. He can, hold, he can kind of keep things even if he gets going a little bit. I hear you. It's terrifying to think about weakness versus strength here. Yeah. I feel like both teams are going to struggle a little bit to run the ball. I think it's the quarterback's going to have to throw it. Just a feeling I have. You don't I don't think, think the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball. You don't I think they're going to have to get creative. All right. But I trust Burrow. I, just, I, I trust Burrow. If they, if they just hang around, hang around, hang around, I think – Burrow can make a play late, and I just trust him a little bit more than Stafford, which is crazy to say because Stafford is on the verge of, you know, winning a Super Bowl and going to the Hall of Fame if he wins this game. And Burrow <laughs> is really in his first full season because he got hurt last year. But I just I trust Burrow. I have a strange confidence in Burrow. I wish I hadn't picked. I don't regret picking against him in the Chief game. Mm-hmm especially when you see the way that game played out, I regret picking against them in Tennessee game. But yeah. I, I don't know, Stafford, I, I, I still don't fully trust Stafford. And uh, I yeah, think the game's going to, I think the game's going to be there for the taking. And I think Burrow, I think Burrow could, uh, I think Burrow can make yeah. a play. And, and again, don't discount that Bengals defense have been very good this postseason. And uh, that that's, that's probably like the X factor that they nobody's really talked about the Bengals defense. Not that I've been listening to every show, but you don't hear anything about the Bengals defense. But that's that's the unit that can kind of keep them in it, keep them keep things tight, keep them close. I mean, like I said, second half against KC, they didn't yeah. let them, they didn't let them pull away. You know, it was they looked dire and they tightened up and it was and they kept it within striking distance. They gave Burrow just enough time and uh, the Rams, for as high powered as they are. You know, I don't think they're not – I feel like they're not KC no matter what. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I guess Sunday poor. I don't know what our joint picks were on the season. They were not good. Probably um, not, no. So, I, w- I take that for – take information for what you will. It's not a number or a percentage for you, but take that information for what you will. We hardly ever bet and win on the same games. But uh, <laughs> let's see if we can do it this Sunday. I got, I got some props. I got some props. Yep. 
What do you got? Let's go. Let's run these down. I got, see, I got some good ones and I got um, some random ones. Oh, I got, I got these odds from different sites. So it, it's, yeah. I don't know exactly what the odds are, but ballpark. We'll give yeah. you a ballpark. Let me ask you a quick question about um, before I get into these, because this was a, this was a, a prop I saw. Cooper Cup named offensive MVP. Is that the MVP? No. Oh. It's not. They fucking awards these assholes have. <laughs> Do you know um, what an octopus is? Uh, I'm obviously you're not asking literally. Right, not the animal. In football, you know what the octopus. You know what an octopus is. Uh, it's got to be something with eight. It's got to be a play on eight. Uh, I don't know. Is it like filling eight different stat? Stat sheets or statistics? No. Statistics? No. You, you're on the right track, but is uh, the same player scores a touchdown and scores a two-point conversion. Okay, same person scores a touchdown on the right. same possession? Like the, yeah. They score – okay. Yeah, it's an octopus. Why is plus, it – oh, because – oh, eight. Got yeah. it. So pl- yeah. plus 1,400 for yes – Minus twenty five hundred for no. <laughs> if, if 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 there's any octopus in the game, plus fourteen hundred. I do have successful two point conversion right now. Plus two sixty. Yeah, yeah. You feel like someone's gonna go for two. McVadis might go for two just to fucking go for two. Yeah, I might take that octopus bet just cause. Just because it's there. The fact that it's there is the first time I'm hearing about it. I feel like not taking it would be crazy. I feel like we're almost gonna see it for sure now. Just because it's there. Like, why would it be there if it's not going to happen? It's the universe putting it right in front of me, you know? True, true. Is that the right way to bet? No, I mean, if, <laughs> we, we, we already talked about it, so. Yeah. So I think I might I'm have sure to. it's been just... done in Super Bowl history. I, I mean, I could take a look quick. Those were the Patriots Super Bowls against the Falcons where they went for two there at the end a few times. James no White idea. or something. I have no idea. Um, Let's just have the MVP discussion right now because it's like the most painstaking conversation every year. I mean, yeah. a quarterback more than likely is going to win it. It's going to be Stafford or Burrow, yeah. probably. Yeah. So you have to kind of think outside the box. I don't like taking a receiver that much because I think the receiver is going to have to go above and beyond to get the MVP. Yeah. You know, Jamar Chase is going to have to score – three touchdowns and like nobody else is going to have to be able to do anything because Chase catches three touchdowns means Burrow threw three touchdowns. And Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, right. You you have to, he's like score a touchdown, score on a pass, score on a run, score on a, on a punt return or something. I almost think it, yeah, I almost think it works better if they just have a lot of yardage, like uh, the year Edelman won for the Patriots mm-hmm. uh, against the Rams a few years ago. He didn't score a touchdown in that game, but I think he, you know, went for 130 yards or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And because Brady didn't throw a touchdown in the game, Edelman got it. Um, right. We've yeah. seen that Jerry Rice actually uh, in the last Super Bowl the Bengals were in, mm-hmm. went for, I think, 215 yards. Yeah. Montana threw one touchdown. I don't even think Rice caught a touchdown but he went for over 200 yards. Montana wasn't great other than the last drive, so Rice got it. So mm-hmm. it's just too many things have to go right. 
for a receiver, too, yeah. Too many things have to go right. And mm-hmm. if you are going to take a receiver, take a find a longer shot. Don't go Chase or Cup or even really or even Odell, like T Higgins, you know, Van Jefferson if you really want to get cute. It's probably not going to happen. Yeah. No way um, it's happening. But yeah, find one got to find one like over 50 to 1 odds. It's almost not almost no value in taking a top end receiver. Yeah, and even like Aaron Donald, I saw his odds like he's not even I saw him at 16 to 1. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's definitely the guy on defense you'd look at to get it. Yeah. But that's not 16 to 1 is not good enough for a defensive guy. I think I'm looking and I didn't even really think about MVP till you till you mentioned it, but I think I'm looking in the Bengals secondary if I'm going outside the box. Okay, again, I, again, have, I have a real outside the box. I'm again. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the Stafford mistake. Yeah, you're looking at a guy to get two picks, like the Larry Brown, the Cowboys mm, Super Bowl yeah. thirty. Mm-hmm. Look at you, like Francesa over there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. For sure. Dexter though. Jackson for the Bucks against the Raiders, two pick mm-hmm. sixes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, the Stafford he, factor is real. Yeah, for sure. Someone could get him a couple times. Here's the position of MVP. And it like everything pays. A quarterback's the only one that's minus. Everything else is plus. Right. It's because it's probably going to be a quarterback. Yeah. No, I know, no, I know, but I mean it's for a defensive back, it's plus twelve hundred. Yeah. It seems like a pretty good might as well, you know, I mean, everything seems and there's pretty been, there good have been if it games pays out. Where, <clears throat> there have been games where nobody deserves the MVP and they just give it to the quarterback by default. Brady's right, for a Super yeah. Bowl. Brady's for a Super Bowl, he did nothing. Yeah, no, no, yeah. No, that happens. It should have been, it should have been Ty Law. Ty Law should have got the MVP of that game or, or Vinatieri. But he landed on the field and the game, and they looked up, and they were like, fuck, nobody had a good game, so give it to the quarterback. That's just yeah. how it works sometimes. Yeah, no, no, yep. If you're betting anybody, anybody besides the quarterback, you have to kind of go in there knowing you might be making a donation. The odds are you're making a donation. Think, yeah, get good odds. Get, like, big odds, like someone you could find, you know, 50 to 1 or higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so my outside-the-box – for well, I saw I saw Von Miller at forty to one. I mean, he could be motivated. He'd be the only defensive guy to ever get two. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe Von Miller. You know, if they're going to double team Donald, maybe that opens it up for Miller. But uh, I I saw on I think it was FanDuel, Evan McPherson hundred to one. <laughs> Everybody's favorite. Well, I'm thinking the game's indoors. You know, he what if he what if he kicks like four field goals and the game winner is like a 62 yarder? Yeah, yep. Not impossible. Not impossible. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Yeah, he's he's I think the darling of the league. He's a he's the darling of uh, of kickers right now in the league. Yeah. By the way, I'm looking at that Falcons uh, Patriots box. Uh, Scoring summary, mm-hmm. very close to an octopus. The two fourth quarter <laughs> touchdowns, Amendola caught the first one. James White scored the two-point conversion. And then it was flipped for the second wow. touchdown. Okay. White touchdown, Amendola two-point conversion. Wow. So we almost had an octopus there. All right. <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep searching. I will find uh, – well. Looking for an octopi. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's ever happened, but I'll find it if it has. Um, it might not be till Sunday night that I find it, though. Um, all right, this is my – let's see. I, mean, I have so many written down. This is my favorite one, and I'm pretty sure I probably gave this out the last two years, too. Over two and a half players to attempt a pass, plus 155. Over two and a half. Okay, so you just need. So you, you have two to, in the bag. You, you have, have two in the Odell. Bag, Odell, will, Odell will probably throw a pass at some point. Odell's a candidate. Yep. Uh, the only other guy to throw a pass, he threw one in the playoffs. Actually, he had a acres on a forty-yard bomb against the Cardinals. Right. Cooper Cup attempted one in the regular season. He it was incomplete, and Johnny Hecker completed a two-yard pass. I think it was a fake punt, and they didn't even get the first down. On the Bengals side, Tyler Boyd has a, had a 46-yard completion against the Jets, and that's it. But, all right, so you look at that and you're like, all right, so they had – Bengals had one other guy. And, and obviously you do, you could, you're you not rooting for injury, but if one of the quarterbacks gets injured, you're going to win the bet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe you are rooting for injury. Yeah, uh, in fourth quarter, yeah. Uh, but I think, you know, it's the last game of the season. Bag of tricks. Yep. You saw Philly special. Everything, yep. everything, you're empty in the bag. There's no saving anything. Oh, we don't want to show him this. No. Yeah, we, and, we know Mc, and we know McVay wants to show the world how smart he is. He's he might do players. it on the first play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like Odell and who knows? They, they may, you know, have some guy that they've had on ice all year ready to, you know, throw a pass. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I like that bet because you're never out of it. You're, you could be sitting there, you know, four minutes left on the final drive, and you're still alive. Yeah, I, I feel like if, if it's a comeback, they're not going. They're not going to let the receiver throw the big play. But at that uh, point, if you're at like midfield or something, uh, if, if, if receiver, if you're down three or you're down seven and driving, and the receiver throws a pick or something, it'll, it's like that. that <laughs> that's really not good for the coach. <laughs> You're you're in for you're in for some shit if uh, if like Odell underthrows cup and it's picked off and it ends the yeah. game, the Super Bowl on an Odell pick. But I, I hear you're saying though you're not you're never completely out of it because it could always there's always a possibility that they they need they need to pull that out of their uh, out of their hat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I like it. I got yeah, a couple, it's a it's a fun one that you're going to be alive for for most of the game. I got a couple anytime TDs. That I okay. Like. Um, I I got obviously a little heavy on on Cincy. I like Boyd and Uzma. Uh, Boyd's two plus two seventy five. Uzma's plus two fifty. Mm-hmm. I and I. What do you think about either one of these? About going for either one of the defenses? Plus five hundred for Cincy. Plus four hundred for the Rams. Uh, I mean, I, I always like getting the de- defense and special teams, right, included, so kick and punt so, returns. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it always seems like a little low. Like I almost would rather take a chance and bet first score of the game in the defense or special teams or last score. I, the value's there. You'll get a lot more. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a lot bigger number. You get like 25 to 1, 30 to 1. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, now, what do you think about doing the quarterbacks? It's uh, Burrow. To throw a pick five. six? No, 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 to score. 
like a rushing touchdown or a receiving touchdown. Um, Burrow plus 500, Stafford plus 650. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think both are on the table. Yeah, I like that. I like that one. one. A sneak. That actually takes me to one of uh, a prop I like under one and a half uh, yard shortest touchdown. Under one and a half? Yeah. People, people look at it and they think it's, uh, you know, under one and a half. Mm-hmm. It's got to be a one yard touchdown in order for it to cash. But five out of the last six Super Bowls, there's been a one yard touchdown. You know, pass interference in the end zone, boom, it's on the one yard line. What's that pay? Uh, you actually have to – I think you might have to lay, like, minus 130 on it. Minus 130. Breaking news, Aaron Rodgers, NFL MVP. There Fifth guy to go back-to-back with Peyton Manning, Joe Montana, Favre, and I don't know who else. I've missed it. Uh yeah, so that's one. I think that's one I kind of get. A lot of these I kind of feel like I give out every year. Um, now I, I got a minus minus one twenty for you, Joe Burrow over eleven and a half rushing yards. All right, so I mean, he does usually scramble once or twice a game. He could get that all in one chunk. Then you gotta, if they win, you have to factor in the kneel downs. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't mind that. Yeah, I feel uh, like I feel like he's gonna have to scramble a couple times. Um and that's another one you're never really out of. That's one he could always kind of break one off, you know. Yeah. Prevent defense. He's he he breaks one off for fifteen. And right. uh kneels aside, you're you're in the wind column. Um got those young legs. I like uh, I don't like this. this. I think this one is juicy for some people. It's plus 105. Um, the big number, though, it's Rams sacks over three and a half. I feel like people are going to be all over that. It's still a big number to be to bet in the over. Um, I don't. I don't like it. I think that's too. It seems too easy um, for a plus number there. I mean, it seems like a long shot four, but and it's plus 105 at minus three and a half. Over yeah, over three and a half sacks. Over three and a half. Yeah. So obviously the Titans game, bro, got sacked what nine times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs game, I think he got sacked a good amount of times in that game too, right? Four or five. Is that right? I don't remember the, uh, made the Chiefs game. I'll get that quick. Oh. No, he was only sacked once. Mahomes was sacked four times. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm. All right, so he's only sacked once. Yeah, um, I wouldn't – I probably wouldn't touch I – mean, unless you – maybe if you love the Rams in the game. Yeah. But, no, nah, I don't think I would – I don't think I would take that one. With with that idea in mind, I would – I think I would rather go with either, either one of these. Now, in the playoffs, um, they both played three games – the Rams have five sacks. The Bengals have eight sacks. They have the most sacks in the game. The Bengals are plus 310. And a tie for sacks is plus 450. So they both have two sacks, plus 450 pays. I kind of like that. I kind of like it's, it's, it. it feel, it, tie feels like it could happen. Plus four. I mean, you could bet both of them. 
and hope the Bengals just hope the Rams don't outsack them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the Bengals defense has done a, a pretty good job. They got they feel like they've gotten to uh they even got the car that first uh that first playoff game a couple of times. I think mm-hmm. they had like two or three sacks in that game. Yeah. It's not a it's not a bad one. Not a bad one. It's sticking outside the box. Thanks. Yeah, I was going through a few of these today. It's the first time I, I like had, gave first, up. I gave up halfway through the props. I couldn't. I had to stop looking at it. So many, man. It's the first time we've – I'm sure you've had sites like this before, but it's the first time I've really kind of gone – here's a reason why. Like, I've never gone deep into props because I wasn't going to, like, call you up and be like, oh, can you lay this ridiculous prop with your guy? For me, <laughs> it's a stupid thing to do, you know? Uh, yeah. But now that you can just put it in your phone, I could just be stupid by myself. It's – uh. It's a lot easier to, and I was, yeah, it was the first time, you know, with the legal in Connecticut to be going through this shit. It is, it is eye opening the amount of bets there are available to make. Oh, yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. Um, let's see. Oh, this one I give out every year three unanswered scores by a team. I'm yeah. not sure what the, no, I saw it at plus 150. I, I, I think, I thought usually it's at minus odds, mm-hmm. but, I saw it at plus 150, and four unanswered is plus 255. Uh, I like the three unanswered because people are kind of shy away from that one, thinking, oh, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be back and forth. But you'd be surprised how many of these close games have three unanswered scores. You know, Brady's for a Super Bowl. Rams jumped out to a 3 nothing lead. And, you know, later on in the game uh, – Ty Law pick six, then they score another touchdown, and then they kick a field goal, 17-3. That's three unanswered scores. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a field goal game. Um, ironically, last year was a blowout, and I don't think there was three unanswered scores because the Chiefs, Chiefs kept fucking it up with, like, a field goal mixed in. <laughs> yeah, I kind of remember going over that in the post show last year, yeah. Uh, but if you look at the Super Bowl before, like, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs Niners, which I'm pretty sure – we were doing when we first started the show. I gave it out that year too. That was a close game back and forth. Both teams scored three unanswered times in that game. Right. Niners and Chiefs. So yes. yep. um I, I yeah, I just like that bet. All right. Yeah, no, stick with what you like. I mean it's it's a once a year once a year uh shot. And uh if you're comfortable with it, you throw it in there, you're good to go. You uh, gotta stick to your guns. I really like Missed field goal or extra point. I really like it. Plus 110. I, I was looking at that one, but you're banking on gay, right? Oh, yeah. Is it gay or guy? Gay? Depends if he makes it or not. Uh, yeah, Matt Gay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's only hit he, from 40 and up in the playoffs. He's only 60%. He was 85%, 40 and plus in the regular season. He's only at 60 now. Um and and McPherson, hey, he's been, he's had at least twelve or twelve in the playoffs. He's due to miss. I'm not. I don't want to come down to him, but uh, yeah, I would be. It would be banking on Matt Gay to miss um, something. Uh, you know, you just hope it's playoff nerves. First time there. I know it's indoors and shit, but at just at some point somebody's gonna have to shag one. Yeah, I, I like longest field goal over forty nine. And I like McPherson. McPherson to hit a 50-plus yarder is plus 135. I saw that one. 
Yeah. Wait, what's? I just what's, feel like the game's indoors. Like these guys are gonna—they're gonna be in field goal range when they get to the forty. Yeah. L- longest is over what? Forty-nine, I think. Which seem it does seem high. And was that so you're basically you're banking on a fifty-yarder? I just think indoors changes the game. What is that paying? Uh, over forty-nine. Yeah. It was minus one twenty-five. Oh, minus. But the but McPherson fifty-plus yarder is plus one thirty-five. That's the bet I like more because I think it's going to be him who hits the. I, mm. Gay is was he? Did he get hurt in that Tampa game? Oh, maybe. He's short. He sh- uh, left oh, one short against Tampa. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yep. So I don't like. I'm banking on McPherson with these bets. Basically, of course, I'm kind yeah. of banking on one guy. Yeah, where I, where I'm banking on. But with the miss, I'm making on gay kind of having a tough one. Yeah. Um, and also just look at a picture of Matt Gay. You won't you won't trust you want you don't want him kicking for you. Just go just Google him, look at him. You want to bet against him. I will. When's that right now? <laughs> you know, I was waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I do have I do have a pro ram prop. I think uh, I I like Good. Cup ten plus receptions plus one seventy five. Cause I think he's I mean he's leaned on Cup all year. I don't see why he wouldn't do it in this game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been it's, it's under, been all Cup. If it's under ten years, you're saying since he's got to shut him down. But I don't think that's gonna. I don't think they're gonna shut him down. I think they slow him up a little bit. But I mean you're right. He's he's in a, in a pinch. When when he needs him, he's going to cup. When he needs a big yeah. catch, he's going to cup. I mean, I'll oh, definitely yeah. a couple, a couple of targets, but that's good. We needed a, a, a pro ramp pick. Are you betting safety this year? What's it? Plus seven fifty. I got plus eight hundred. I saw it earlier. Oh. Today. Um. Maybe I like. I kind of like safety first or last score of the game. That's where I like safety. That happened. It was was it three straight Super Bowls that yeah, happened. So I feel like yeah. so I feel like I don't know Safety Michigan Super storm in the court against Purdue is that's come on, you're Michigan. That's embarrassing. That's bad. Uh let's see. Yeah, but no, I mean I always like the safety bats. That's a fun one to root for. Uh this is a little different one. This one pays seven to one. Each team to score a touchdown and a field goal in the first half, seven to one. Wow. That one's probably – you're probably going to have to sweat out until the end. It's going to come down to the last possession. Yeah, seriously. It it seems like it should pay out quick, but you're right. It is not going to happen quick. No, because, I mean, if you go back a year ago, the score at half was 21-6. Chiefs kicked two field goals. Bucks scored three touchdowns, so right there, like it wouldn't have paid last year. Mm-hmm. So it seems easy, but it's not. But I do like the seven to one payout. Yes, <laughs> yes, the payout is payout is appealing. Is key. Yeah, every every all these bets seem great when you're looking at them from the plus side. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you gotta you gotta look for a little value. Of course, yeah. No, yeah, you can't be we. Can't be putting thousands of dollars down to win a couple hundred. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let's see, couple, 
I have a couple long shots. All right, what do you got? I'm, I'm tapped out of, of – uh... I only have two. I have two long shots left. Okay. Other than McPherson, Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we mentioned the, the, you know, over two and a half players to attempt to pass. Yep. I like that. Yeah. Odell is 25 to one to throw a touchdown. Wow. Okay. And this one, this one pays 35 to one first offensive play of the game. Touchdown. 35 to one, 35 to one. When was the last time you saw that? Why does that one stick out to you? I don't know. I was just going through, and I was like, "That'd be that'd be interesting." <laughs> but, but better. Think about think about if you just you know if you're with a room full of people and everyone has that first play of the game is exhilarating, you know, until it's a four yard rush, <laughs> and, then, and then it's just negative, over. Negative four yard rush. <laughs> Right, but if you imagine, imagine the quarterback drops back the pass and throws it deep, though, the rush you'll get. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. No, I just if you're looking for a rush, just bet heads or tails. You get the rush there. Yeah, not thirty-five to one though. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no uh, put, put ten grand on it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how much. We'll see how much the booze is flowing Sunday. Oh, I actually had one more <laughs> written down. It was a non QB to throw a touchdown. It's twelve to one. If you want to get Odell was twenty five to one, and non QB to throw a touchdown, twelve to one. So Philly special that year that pays. It's the only one I can think of off the top of my head though. Oh, uh, actually no, Antoine Randall threw one. That year, the Heinz Ward or Heinz Ward threw it to Randall L. The year, the Big Ben's first Super Bowl. Yeah, who threw that pass? I, it was Randall L. I think Randall L played uh, QB in college or something. And Heinz caught it. Right. He, hit a, he hit, a, hit him with a bomb. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, the only, that's the only two I could think of in Super Bowl history. But it yeah. happens. But it happens. All right. Absolutely, it happens. I'm gonna, I got to find an octopus. That's my goal. Still nothing. I have been cycling a little bit, but I, cannot, I can't find one. I have not found one yet. I'm cycling box scores over here. <laughs> it's just I don't so have to go back that far because the two-point conversion came into play, what, 95 or 6? You're looking for in the Super Bowl or you're looking for it in general? Oh no, Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm not gotta, sure. It's gotta happened. be Super Bowl. I'm not sure it ever happened in the Super Bowl. Never I, happened? I don't know. I just that's my gut feeling is that it never happened. Why did it show up? Why did it show up? I mean it, it, I just And it was fourteen idiots. to one. Oh, what did I see that number was. I wish it paid yeah, a pl- little yeah. bit more. I wish yeah. it paid a little bit more. Plus fourteen hundred, yeah. Yeah, I, I just wish it was a little bit higher. Yeah. Steelers yeah, had a two-point conversion against Green Bay 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Mike Wallace, 25-yard touchdown reception, but Antoine, Antoine Randall ran it in. 
So the guy has to score both of them. Doesn't matter if it's a run or pass. He has to score the score the ball. Right. 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 He's got to score. He can. Yeah. He can run it in and then catch it. Yeah. It's um, right. That also could just be up there because look, we're we're brand new in a few states this year. Let's just could have just here. been some intern had it as an idea. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know how they, they people at FanDuel or whatever. They're just like, hey, this would be a cool bet, and they just throw it on there. I, yeah. I'm assuming. Yeah, could be the octopus. <laughs> the name draws you in too. That's that's part of it. <laughs> that was the thing. I saw it and I said, "Will there be an octopus?" And I was like, I, "All I could think of was." Was playoff games and uh, it's intriguing. And, like it, just the name, the name really got me. Yeah, got, got me. You know, the marketing here is incredible. Um, yeah, I wish you pay a little more too. Now that you're saying, I mean, they putting putting that into, into perspective. Well, all, <laughs> I, all I could think of was the, the Detroit Wet Red Wings. Was that a Super? Yeah, was, that, was that was that a Stanley Cup thing or a playoff thing? Was it only in the Stanley Cup they brought the octopus out? I I thought they used to do that like even regular season sometimes. Oh really? I thought it was. I thought it was only for either playoffs or Stanley Cup. Really Could be. Yeah, Randall L threw that touchdown to Heinz Ward, forty-three yard touchdown. Did Heinz Did Heinz Ward score the two point conversion? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Reed booted in the extra point. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I think once football season's over, if I'm stuck and I want to gamble on anything, I think I'm gonna do. I don't, I don't, I don't like betting NBA games, but I think I might do like small parlays, like long parlays, but small with big payouts. And I think the Suns are the team to do it with because they I'm always watching, win. As I'm watching them now, yeah, because you can always like put the put the money line as a cherry on top. Put Booker over X amount of points. Look for Paul with assists. Booker doesn't hit a ton of threes, so you can like kind of go a little bit into the threes. Like having if it's like three threes, it's going to pay a little bit. Okay. I think the Suns are going to be like the the prop team on uh, my slow winter nights after their Super Bowl. Well, winter got shorter. That's the good news. Thanks to Roger Goodell. Got a little shorter. Wow. I didn't know it was going to turn into a Roger Goodell love fest over here. He say he stopped testing for COVID. I think I called for that. All of a sudden, there's no more COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, so Goodell cured COVID. He did. Yeah. He did for a while, yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. All right. You got anything else on the Super Bowl? No. We just take looking this? for an octopus, and I can't find one. So, Let's Take this to the post show and see what we come up with. Yes. All right. Well, good luck with your bets this weekend. Go out there and win, win, win. I'm not going to be here. I can say, you know, don't gamble with your head, not over it. No. Bet as much as you can and win them all. All right? That's it. If you're going to be a fucking gambler, be a fucking gambler.
Right. No, you want you want you, you want to go to a twelve step program? You come to the wrong show. All right. Do your thing. Win it all. Buy us uh buy us some good booze. That's it for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening as always. Yeah. Sunday poor. We'll be back here uh the post show on Sunday. Uh again, appreciate you being here. It's been the top of this and Thanks for listening, everybody. You uh, can't win them all, but you can win the next one. Remember that. Until then, see you Sunday night. All right. Are you? Uh, are we optimistic uh, about baseball after today? Why? What happened today? I don't know. I thought there was some news. I don't know. Oh. I, I, I don't know. Not news. Oh, the but... Universal DH. Yeah, right. They settled something, I guess. Um, Is that something all the players wanted? I didn't even. I didn't think that was a big. Yeah, I'm going to assume everybody wanted it. I think the owners wanted it. I think the players wanted it. Extends players' careers. Um, more offense. The owners want that. You know, more selling points for tickets and shit like that. So, I mean, uh, yeah. All right, well, that's step one. We got the universal DH now. So they are maybe get a get a spring training workout in. That'd be nice. That would be nice. Have some uh, somebody throwing some BP, a little pepper at least. Yeah, could I see somebody in Florida fucking stretching their hammies? Not yet. Could I at least see an oblique injury? I'll sign Uh, for an oblique injury. Oh, the injuries are going to be unbearable this year. Yeah. Insufferable. It's not gonna not gonna be good. Let's see. Oh, see? Maybe not maybe not. Booker only seven points tonight. He's got one three. who are they playing? They're playing the Bucks. Oh well. He's got yeah. one one three. Uh Paul's got eight assists already. So I, that's the end of the Second half, second quarter here. Uh, let's see. Who would you have? Like a sweetener here. Maybe do. He would maybe do something. Oh, Drew Holiday three for three from three point range. Put put a little. Who's Drew Holiday play for? Is he the Bucks? Yeah, put a little something on him as you know for three for threes hit. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some action there. Some action to be had. No uh nothing, huh? <laughs> What's that? You can't find anything about the this uh I think I don't think there's been an octopus in Super Bowl history. A couple close calls, but it's looking like nothing. Here you go. Introducing the octopus, our new NFL two-point conversion stat. This is from 2019. Okay. Um, which, holy cow, that was the 25th anniversary of the NFL adopting the two-point conversion. So longer than we thought, I guess. Well, no, 96, right? 95. Oh, not, oh okay. Longer than – okay. I didn't realize you, you said that before. I, was, I didn't realize it was that long ago, to be honest with you. Um. Ba, ba, ba. 
I mean, maybe it's just very rare. It might be. I mean, I feel like you got to see a couple in a season at least. Okay, there. This is as of nineteen ninety. Uh, nine, what did I say? Two thousand nineteen. Okay. Nine hundred eighty-eight successful two-point conversions in twenty-five years, including playoffs. It doesn't say including playoffs. It does not okay. say that. On one hundred and forty of those occasions, that's fourteen percent, fourteen point two percent. The conversion was scored by the same player who scored the touchdown. Okay, that's more than I more than I would have thought. So, like Rogers against the Jets in Week 16 of the year before this was written, um, he had a rushing touchdown and then a rushing conversion, and an overtime win against the Jets. Okay. Right. Be on the lookout for it from this from this point on. Rob Moore and Torrance Small scored the first two octopi on the same day in 94. Ryan Matthews did it twice in the same season, 2016. Oof. Ryan Matthews. Oh, here you go. There are Hall of Famers like Jerome Bettis and Terrell Davis, whose pair of octopi includes the first one in the postseason. I think it's Terrell Davis. That's written weirdly. Looks like TD had. Did it. Antonio Brown's done it. Kamara's done it. All right. So we've seen it. It's not not impossible. 14 to 1. Yep. Seems like it should be higher if it only happens 14% of the time, though. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't break the bank, but it's a nice (laughs) payout. It's a nice payout if uh if it hits. Yeah. yeah. Don't 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 put everything on it though. Um. Yeah. I feel bad for the people like who have shows that have to talk about the Universal DH like it's then like. It was just to, to me like this is a foregone conclusion for years. We knew it was coming. Yeah, I'm also an American it. League fan, so I have nothing I'm, to say about it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm an AL guy, so I've I've lived with the DH. Yeah, forever. It's yeah, it's just it's gonna be weird for NL fans, but I don't give a really give a fuck about them. They'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, we get some games. NHL regular season started up again after uh, break. Islanders. Beat Vancouver big time last night. They need to have, they need to have a run like, uh, um, who the fuck had their run last year? That was terrible. Uh, and then they had to run the second half and then didn't lose. <laughs> Feels like I should know this. St. Louis? No. No, that was a couple of years ago. Um, Florida. Florida? I don't know. It sounds like Florida could have done it. No, who had the miracle run to the cup last year? Oh, um, shit. I can't remember. Tampa beat somebody. Who'd they beat? Um, They beat Vegas? 
Montreal. Oh, Montreal. I don't think it was Montreal. I don't think it was Montreal that had the. Oh man, what the fuck? Who had the miracle run? In the playoffs or regular season? No, they're like in last place on New Year's Day or something, and then they made a run. Maybe it was Tampa. No? No, Tampa. Oh, no, last year was – what the fuck is going on? Shit. The internet is just unreliable. I could search NHL standings from last year. I don't know if that's going to help me. Yeah, Tampa beat Montreal last year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who had the miracle run. All right. Maybe it was, maybe it was, no, it could have been the year before because that was, uh, the year before was, um, what that was like in the bubble, right? No? Yeah, the year before that was the bubble. Yeah. Hurricanes, maybe? I don't know. It was memorable, though. <laughs> I promise you. It was, it was quite memorable. <laughs> All right. We'll be uh, on the lookout for the next, that team. Yeah, <laughs> whoever, they, whoever that team was. Yet um, to reveal themselves. Uh, are you going to watch um, – any Oscar contenders before Oscar? Well, I don't know when the Oscars are, but I know the nominations came out. Any watch any Oscar contenders? Uh, I'm gonna guess no. Let's see if you're familiar with any of these. Okay. Nominations. If I could again, I've had had a, enough trouble. What the fuck is this best movie? Visual effects. Okay, best picture. Okay. I've seen two of these already, and you've seen one of them already. That, that I know of. All right, Belfast. Is that a country in Russia? It's a country in Europe. Yeah, or I don't it's know. In Europe. Yeah, this is. I think it's like a, like a capital. I think it's like a World War II situation. Uh, to, I don't know if it is World War II, but some invading, invading. I don't know where it's streaming. Let's let's go. Assuming they they're streaming places, um, I don't know anything about this one except that it's like somebody's oh, coming. It's in Northern to, Ireland. Okay, and yeah, maybe like there's an invasion, and they're gonna get out of there or something like that. And it, how a kid's life is altered, that kind of thing. Yeah, it sounds a little depressing. It's possible, though. Wow, okay. Um, Coda. I don't know anything about this one. This one I don't know about. Coda. uh, Only hearing member of a deaf family? Probably not. It sounds very depressing. Don't look up what you saw. Yep. Uh, Drive my car. I don't know this one either. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, an aging loop. An aging widowed actor seeks a chauffeur. The actor turns to his go-to mechanic, who ends up recommending a twenty-year-old girl. Despite 
their initial misgivings, a very special relationship develops between the two. Isn't that like driving Miss Daisy at the plot, basically? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, revert in reverse. I'm going to say no to that one. Uh, Dune. That sounds familiar. Should I know what Dune is? It's like sci-fi epic. Uh, is it like a three-hour movie? I don't know, but probably. It's probably pretty long. It just sounds like... Is it a remake? Uh, it was a, it's a book, and I believe they have made it one other time before, yeah. Two hours and 35 minutes. I'm going to say no. <laughs> um, King Richard, movie about uh, the Williams and their dad. Oh, uh, that one maybe. Okay. That one maybe. I could see uh, two hours and 24 minutes. Yeah, I could see myself watching, watching that um, one. Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I'll watch that one eventually. I don't know when, but I will watch it. Nightmare Alley. Have you seen Licorice Pizza? Not yet, no. Nightmare Alley. Let's see, Nightmare Alley. Uh, Kate Blanchett, she's fucking in everything. <laughs> Makes it Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Oh, this is the one where Bradley Cooper's got like a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one I could see getting roped into watching because my wife loves Bradley Cooper. So I'm not right. I'm not gonna I might watch this one, but uh we'll see. I'm in on that one. I'll I'll watch that one. Score says he gave it a thumbs up, I think. Down on his luck and dares himself to yeah, I don't know what this. I don't know what it's. I still don't know what it's about. And I just read the synopsis, but yeah, I don't know what it's about either. It's, yeah, this this is better than drive my car, or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the power of the dog. This one's on Netflix. Power of the dog. Let's see. I wonder. I wonder what I. I watched this one just knowing it was supposed to be good. I have no idea what the synopsis would be. What What does it say about it? A domineering rancher responds with mocking cruelty when his brother brings home a new wife and her son until the unexpected comes to pass. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, I saw it. It was okay. It's not great. I didn't, yeah, people were going crazy for it. I didn't, I also fell asleep a little bit in it. But, um, Does it get like dark and depressing? It's really slow. It's weird. A little uncomfortable at times. Not that. Eh, it's a little dark, but not really dark. Not depressing in a way. It wasn't because it was depressing. I'll probably watch this over the dog movie that Chan Channing Tatum is doing. I think I don't know. I think I'd rather watch a Channing Tatum dog movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's called Dog. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This this one I'll, I would not watch. This I need an agreement that the, I feel like in all these dog movies they die at the end. Though I need a, I need a handshake agreement that the dog's not going to die. Is that give right? me one Is dog? That... Give me one dog movie where the dog doesn't die. Airbud dies. That's ah, a fucking. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather watch a dog die than Airbud. Fucking <laughs> 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 Airbud. Um, and the no, last... like Mar I don't know. I never, I never watched those movies. Like Marley and Me, the dog dies, right? 
Uh, yeah, that's a, one of the Wilson brothers, right? Yeah, Jennifer Aniston, I think. Yeah, I, I remember that dog dying in that one, yeah. I never saw it because I don't, I don't want to watch. I don't yeah, need to see a dog die. Tough scene. Um, last one is West Side Story. Oh, re- uh, I, I need to go back and watch the original. I'd buy. Hmm. Right. Who did? Who did? Uh, who did the remake? Is Spielberg? Yeah, it was Spielberg. Yep. I don't. I feel like I saw West Side Story, the original, in like junior high. I had to watch it for some class. Oh, I really, really? don't That's remember cool. it. It's like two rival gangs, right? It's. There's like a romance in there. Mm-hmm. There's a Maria. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the the Jets and the Santana uh, song. The Jets and the uh, Tony, Tony and Maria. Right, because don't doesn't in um, Grumpy Old Man doesn't he sing that song? Yeah. What is there like racial tensions? Is this is this uh Yeah, I think it's I I think it's Irish and Puerto Rican, maybe. Okay. I think I'd rather just make I'd rather go back and watch the watch the original. Um all right, I'll give you a couple I'll give you the best actors. Uh and see, I, I feel like they, these are, all right. These are movies you, you might maybe want to see these. Um, Javier Bardem has uh, a nomination for Best Actor and Being the Ricardos. He plays Ricky. Oh, yeah. I could see myself watching that. That movie wasn't bad. I like that one. Okay. Um, I, I just, I, did we talk about this? We might, we might have talked about this when I saw it. Or I might have said I was going to watch it. I never talked about it after. The Ricardo movie? Yeah. But you know Fred Mertz, right? Of course. William Frawley. Uh, Schillinger plays him, and he's great. Why is, <laughs> why is, why is he not? He, I don't know why he's not nominated, but he was phenomenal. Okay. All right. And then Benedict Cumberbatch and Power of the Dog. Uh, Andrew Garfield and Tick, Tick, Boom, which I think is like uh, the guy who wrote musicals it's a like a, not a documentary it's a uh you know movie about a guy who wrote musicals on broadway i think yeah uh will smith for king richard and here's what would you are you gonna watch the tragedy of Macbeth, the denzel washington francis mcdormand one uh Coen that's brothers? a Cohen brother yeah Cohen brother yeah not Cohen brothers yeah oh um yeah i guess so is it a it's a modern day Macbeth? is that the gist of it i don't think it's modern day i don't i'm not really familiar with the with the uh Macbeth story it's one of the lesser known uh shakespeare no stories for me i don't know for you yeah um yeah i know othello i know romeo and juliet hamlet Taming of the Shrew. Not, not, not familiar with that one. Oh, J.K. Simmons is is nominated. Oh, my Best bad. supporting actor. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, yep. Hmm. Uh, yeah. 
Let's see. Other big ones. The Lost Daughter. I don't think about that one. Um, Spencer, which is about Princess Di. Nah, I don't want to watch that. I think it's about her, her death. Right? She's gonna die in it. No, I don't think it's. I think it's all like before that, maybe even before she had kids. I don't know. Uh, and the the eyes of Tammy Faye. I started watching that one night, but didn't make it. The eyes of Tammy Faye. Never yeah, heard she, of it. She was like a um, televangelist. As a true story, and. Uh, yeah, it's all about her. Kind of scamming people and shit. Exactly. Exactly. That could could be interesting then. Jessica Chastain. I like Jessica Chastain. There you go. Do you know did you know this is way off topic? I don't know what made me think of this, but you know Motley Crue and Pearl Jam are feuding? No, I didn't know that. I'm done with the Oscars, by the way. So no, good, good, good move. Why are they feuding? Motley Crue. Uh, I don't know. I just heard it on FM this morning. Classic rock station. And Eddie Vedder took a – I think maybe it started because Motley Crue called – someone in Motley Crue called Pearl Jam boring. Okay, yeah. I think I did and Eddie see Vedder, that. And Eddie Vedder said something on stage at a show recently. He's like, we don't need to have our drum set twirl around in order to have a show because I guess that's what time <laughs> the drum set does. It like elevates and twirls. Yeah, okay. So you don't really see that too often in classic rock. You see it in the rap game. Yeah, so, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't call any of these guys classic rock, though. Vince I mean, Neil's gonna get shot. Looks like. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't call any of these guys classic rock, though. I know they're on classic rock stations now, but uh, me, these are like Pearl models. Jam is not classic rock. No, I don't think Pearl Jam is classic. I mean, they fit into the the mold of classic rock just because they're rock that's been around for a while yeah but but uh no i i because i consider them like grunge from the 90s yeah they are a lighter type grunge molly cruz close closer to classic rock they're like the they're a hair band you know yeah i guess uh maybe not i don't think so though to me they're not classic rock neither of them are really they're still. They're both of them seem as too modern to be considered cla- classic rock to me. Is. Molly Crew is older than yeah. Molly Crew, eighties, right? Early eighties. Queen Zeppelin. Yeah, no, that's probably where I lose the argument. It's like when they started, but uh, to me, it's just they don't fit the mold. It's amazing they're all still alive, Molly Crew. Seriously, they tried everything they could to to find their way out. I mean, Nikki Six brought back to life multiple times. Vince Neil just seems like a guy who's got issues. Tommy Lee's got like hepatitis A through F. <laughs> he invented a couple. Yeah, just... and then uh, who do we miss? Oh, Mick Mars. Forgotten guy, forgotten crew member. Seventy years old. Jeez. Wow, maybe I've always know. liked Molly Crew. Yeah, Something about him. Yeah, there's a little edge to him. I had no problem, Molly Crew. 
all-time strip club song, girls, girls, girls. That's probably what they're set out to do. If we, if we make this one yeah, they song. Were, they really didn't hide their – like they just were all about being rock and roll stars. That's it. Nothing wrong with that. Dr. Feel Good. It's like feel good, feel good, easy songs. Yeah. They're catchy. They rock out to a little bit. No, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I had I had their greatest hits or had their greatest hits album. I don't know where it is now. On tape or on C D? C D. Molly what, Crew Greatest Hits. What was your uh if you had to like go back and go through, did you have a lot of tapes or not really? You're all CD. Uh, all CD. What was like your most used CD? Like what CD I had a few tapes. Uh, man. Did you wear out. I had to buy a second one even. <laughs> I mean, I had a variety. Um, I don't even know what my answer. Some, would be. Some, I, I, yeah, I really, I don't think I had one. Man, I had, I didn't have, a, I didn't have a heavy CD collection. I remember having like Jay Z's first album. Was Jay Z's first album the Hard Knock Life one? I don't think it was his first album. Whatever, I had that one. I had some rap. I had a lot of, I had like a lot of pop. Mm-hmm. Like I bought Britney's first album. No shame. No, you said that. Yeah, it was convincing with no shame too. Team, oh, yeah, Team Britney at her first two albums, I think. I don't remember seeing out there with a with a sign on the picket lines. <laughs> uh, rather like a Busta Rhyme CD, Mace, Puff Daddy, like obviously Biggie and Pac, Eminem, um, Usher. Is listing all your CDs now. I just want to know which ones you wore out. That's the thing. Like I, I is a, a solid rotation. Yeah, I probably had like only like twenty of them, twenty five maybe. Mm, okay. Rock and jock jams. <laughs> yeah. Not rock and jock. Was that what it was called? Rock and jock jams. Well, there was rock and jock, and there was jock jams. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the difference was. Will Smith. Welcome, Will Smith. welcome to Miami. Oh yeah. Molly Crew's greatest hits. <laughs> naturally, naturally. All right. All right. Good stuff. Good show, Ant. All Maybe right. Send this to the to the masses. Yes. I'll talk to you. I'll see you on Sunday morning. I'll talk All to right. you before then. Later. <laughs>